When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey, now. Hi, everybody. Hello, friends. Hope you had a great, long weekend. We were off on Friday from the pod because we were broadcasting live from Deerhurst. Really great experience. I did not know that that resort's over 100 years old. Holy cow. I know. Well, th- thankfully, they have updated it since then, so that's good. <laughs> that's good, yeah. <laughs> but no, neither did I, actually. I And it, I've driven past Deerhurst, and I've used some of their amenities before because I have a family who are up at Lake of Bays right nearby. But I didn't ever step foot inside uh, the actual resort, and and real I didn't realize how many amenities there are there. But it is a great uh, spot. Definitely recommend if you're thinking about doing a little family vacation. Deerhurst Resort, it's fun. One of the things that I noticed when we were up there, Cat, was the temperature of the water. I asked the person who was taking us out on a boat ride, "What's the water temperature right now?" Ten degrees Celsius. Mm-hmm. 10 degrees Celsius is that water. Now, for comparison purposes, the average swimming pool is about 26 degrees Celsius. Think about how cold that must feel on your privates when you get in the water and it's 10 degrees. So my question to you is, what would it take to get you in that lake at 10 degrees? No, no. Name your price. That's the thing. Is, so we went on a boat, and I'm happy to go on a boat. I, I probably would not. Like, for me, May 2-4 is too early to do a swim. No, it's not hot enough. It rarely is hot enough outside for me to feel like I want to be chilly because the water it always takes a little while to to warm up up there, for sure. Uh, no, nothing. And then nothing's going to happen. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. A million dollars. There's your answer. You went from not doing it a no million to dollars. a million dollars yep. and I'll do it. Yep. A million dollars. Nothing for me. Not even a million dollars. Yeah, right. You're full of shit. I am full of shit. Full I would of totally shit. do it for, for a million dollars. $10,000. Seven figures. You uh, would go swimming five figures for 10, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so would I. I would go for a swim for 10 grand. Man, if they raise interest rates again, I'll do a lot of shit for money. You watch. You fucking watch. We'd both be in there for fucking nothing soon enough. Uh, today, we've got a number of stories out of Florida that we're going to begin with. You know, Florida to me just seems like paradise. There's a lot of people who have actually considered moving to Florida, whether it's because of their political position or just their great weather or the attractions and amenities, their great sports teams. There's a lot of things coming up Florida. But the animals are still winning. Let's go to Key West. A shark who had just been reeled in by the fisherman, bit the fisherman and sent him to hospital. The Monroe County Sheriff's Office says Saturday, a 35-year-old man was fishing off the dock in Summerland Key when he caught a shark. While it was on the dock, it started writhing around and bit the guy in the foot. Mm -hmm. He had to be medically evacuated to a hospital in Miami. Play bitch games, get bitch prizes, Scott. That's how it works. I think there's a general assumption that when the shark is on the dock, the shark is fairly... Docile, at least. Yeah, it's it's not as much of a threat. This thing bit his foot off. Yeah, see the on the dock. I don't feel bad for him. 
Really? No, no, of course not. He went fishing for a shark. You should know what that in. You should you should be educated enough to understand what could and may 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 not happen. I just don't feel bad for him. No, I don't feel bad for him. Okay. Do you feel bad for this guy? Man was in Florida. He was drinking at a bar, and he admits he'd had a few. This bar was conveniently located right next to a pond, a swamp, if you will. Okay. <laughs> this guy got attacked by a gator and it ripped his arm off. Oh, shit. At the bar. The g- <laughs> at the bar? Well, he sort Wait, of the- wandered close to the water. He wasn't sitting at the bar okay. and the gator popped up and it- bit his arm and then ordered a gin oh, tequila. The gators are sneaky. The gators are sneaky there. Because you never know when they're going to come up and pop, pop, pop. <laughs> I think that's the noise it makes when it rips your arm off. Yes. Of course, I I do feel bad for him in that case. It's not like he was like, I'm going to wrestle this alligator, unless he did do that. Uh, But he didn't even know it was there. That scares me. This is why I I don't think I would do the Florida thing. If you told me I could move down south anywhere, I think I'm going to skip past Florida. I'm just going to visit there, but I'm going to do the Carolinas or some shit. Nah, the Carolinas are boring. I'll move to Florida in a heartbeat. The Carolinas are very... um, Maybe it's, I it's want like boring though. Maybe, Florida old. I'm maybe I'm okay with that. There's some crazy shit that happens in Florida. I You're right. It. There's a lot to do. Oh yeah. But it's fucking. There's a lot of crazy people there. I would move there in a heartbeat. It seems like Shangri La <laughs> at this point. You got people being eaten by alligators in bars. You've got fish that yeah, have already been yeah, caught yeah. that are attacking people. It's wild. It is wild. One more out of Florida. Do you remember last year? In all the hype and lead up to it. March 2022, Disney unveils the brand new Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel. Yes, I remember this. They said it was a Star Wars immersive adventure. They wanted you to stay at this hotel and Mm -hmm. then go and experience all the Star Wars stuff at Disney. Just over a year after it opened, and they spent millions on this place. It's closing. They're shutting it down. Mm. No more hotel. Now, they're kind of admitting here, without admitting... Cost may have been a factor. Course, it, it was a, it was stupid. I remember us talking about the prices of going there. Five thousand dollars for two nights. Can Disney really say they're the the organization for families when they're charging five thousand no. dollars for a two night stay? I I'm not against having something specialty for people that is going to cost more in some parts. I don't think because you open up uh, an amusement park that you need to make sure everyone can attend. I don't believe that. Like you can, you can either decide for yourself whether it's worth the money or not. There's people who save up all year long to go on their Disney trip. This is a this is a step above. It obviously failed for them. You wonder if someone maybe in accounting over at Disney would have told them, "Hey, if you actually had charged X amount of money, you would slowly make a profit." But it seems like they wanted like a get rich quick thing and they thought there's so many Star Wars fans, they're all going to pay for it. Nah. I think even if the economy wasn't as kind of shoddy as it is right now, people still wouldn't go. Like, I still don't think people would have gone, even if this was like six years ago. They say it's- For that price, I mean. Well, no, not for that price. And I mean, that's the problem. Hey, we're the family people and we've got all these movies and songs that are going to get your kids addicted like cocaine. And we're going to make this the center of the universe for families. And then when you get there, we're going to steal every last cent out of your pocket. But at least we all know, like, we all know this though. Okay, so the Star Wars thing aside, which is stupid, by the way, five grand for two nights. Give me a damn break. That's crazy. I'm not surprised it's like not happening anymore. And I I do have some follow up questions for you, too, on that. But just when it comes to Disney, you know that going in, you know that going in. If I tell you my family's going to Disney, 
if I didn't do research and realize how much it's going to freaking cost me and calculate it, that's on me. Like, that's stupid. Everybody knows Disney's expensive and most families can't do it. And it sucks. I grew up and never went to Disney growing up. Never, never, never. Because we were like, yeah, we understood that it costs a lot of fucking money. And now I plan to take my kids. I'm going to be saving up for a while because I know it costs a lot of money. We all know this. Speaking of a lot of money, it's about $55 million to get a seat on one of those SpaceX flights that goes to the International Space Station. There is now a stem cell researcher from Saudi Arabia, a fighter fighter jet pilot from Saudi Arabia, and a retired NASA astronaut and a Tennessee businessman who owns a car racing team who have all made the trip to the International Space Station. Going into space isn't special anymore, right? It's not like you have to train your entire life and win that astronaut lottery. Now you just need to be rich and you can go to space. And I kind of hate that, to be honest with you. And by the way, it won't even be that way anymore. Like, so, like I say soon, I mean like to maybe 10 years down the line. It won't even be that you have to be that rich. You know how it works in life. The first car was really expensive and no one could buy it. And then they put out more cars and more cars and it became more affordable. Trips to space are going to be like a dime a dozen eventually. Doesn't mean you're going to go for a long periods of time, but if you want to take a trip to space, it's not going to cost what it costs now. Do you ever see a time when you'll be able to go on like redtag.ca and book a trip to space? Can you say, <laughs> well, do I want to do all South, all Europe or all space? Yeah, let's see how much an all inclusive on the International Space Station with a quick stop over at the moon or, is. Yeah, or something like that. We talked last week on, on our show about that like space what do we call it? A balloon or a bubble? I don't even uh, know what it is, right? Go to the edge of space the in a balloon and get married. edge of space. Okay, so I feel like stuff like that might be more popular, but it's not going to be for everyone. Just like a cruise isn't for everyone. Like for me, if you told me, Kat, you can go to space, there's going to be a... Po- I'm not interested right now. Like, nah, nah, I'm good. If you told me there's a cruise, nah, I'm good. But I feel like there's going to be... It's going to get more affordable for people, though, to do. Right now, you're right. Anyone can go to space that has money. Eventually, it's going to be like anyone who saves up for a vacation could go to space. Why would you want to, though? Like, space to me doesn't seem exciting. It's shitty. It doesn't seem exciting. I, I know that there's can't breathe. people. <laughs> you can't breathe up there. It's fucking crazy. You got to wear a helmet 24 You're telling me I could either lounge in a lounger in the sunshine over here on a beach or I got to wear a fucking helmet over my head the entire time I'm on vacation. <laughs> I'm taking the I'm taking the hammock by the water, baby. I'm not going up there. Nah, thanks. It wasn't that long ago that you had young children wearing diapers. Right. Did oh, you, I'm so glad to be done that. I can imagine. Uh, Honest to God, I don't know how parents keep up. The amount of money that must get spent literally on shit oh, is crazy. It's so, yeah, it's a lot. I don't get it. That's a lot. But what do you do with the, those old diapers? I mean, I think we all understand there's there's the diaper genies out there and there's the yep. just a regular straight up garbage can. You, you tape it all over and fold it up the best you can and boom, you chuck it, right? Yep. Not anymore. Scientists would like us to think bigger when it comes to diapers. Researchers in Japan say sanitized diapers can, should, and will be incorporated into concrete and mortar when being used to build homes. So they're going to, hang on, they're using diapers to build homes? Yep. They say diapers can be substituted for the, quote, fine aggregates that are normally used in concrete to varying degrees. Mortar (laughs) for structural uses like load-bearing walls and road pavement could only tolerate about 
10% added diaper material. Other materials, though, could involve lots of diapers, possibly as much as 40% diaper building your home. They say, again, it'll be sanitized and they will use them odor-free. They've got some sort of technology that literally makes poo not stink. They're like literally built like a brick shithouse. Yeah! Ah! That's where that comes from! (laughs) They say the idea is killing two birds with one stone. They have found a use for non-degradable waste, and they're dealing with a declining supply of building materials. Most used diapers are now just incinerated. They say, no, Mm. stop incinerating them. Get them in my home. And that's a weird thing. That's a beautiful thing. (laughs) So let's say you show up at Madame's Sales Center or something like that. You say, I want to buy a house. And they say, okay, that house will cost you Mm $400,000. But we're trying out this new material where we've repurposed used diapers and If we incorporate it into the building materials, we can keep costs low. So your house, if you choose to go with the diaper design, is going to be $300,000. For tangible savings, could you live in a house that you know was built out of shit? (laughs) Built out of shit. (laughs) It's not like it's going to fall over or smell, right? I mean, this is mixed with other materials. Yes. So... I mean, I trust as long as they do a little test. I'm not going to be the I'm not going to be the guinea pig on that. There's no way I'm going to live in that first. Well, what's your major concern here? That the house is going to fall over? Topple over. That people are going to realize, oh, I think that's one of those shitty diaper houses. Your house kind of smells like shit. What is that green tinge (laughs) in your home in the brick there? It's weird. Smells like Gerber shits in here. <laughs> yeah, Every I don't know. Every time I drive by I mean, your house, it smells like peas. Yeah. It's strange. I think it's great, though. I'm just wondering, so we would start begin to collect diapers. if this. Let's say this became a thing, Scott, and we tested it, and it's true and fine, and everything's good with the house made of poo. Like, Do you put your diapers in a certain spot so that they are like a diaper collector? Because right now you just throw it in with the trash. Like everybody, everyone just throws it in with the regular trash, right? I get what you're saying. So right now, now we know that Used diapers can be repurposed into building materials, and eventually all of our homes will have at least 10% used diaper material in them. But we've also heard that if they collected up all the dog poop that gets thrown out at the dog park Uh and along the dog walking Uh routes, that actually can create electricity. The problem is it all still goes in the same bin. Is there somebody whose job it is is to separate the dog poo from the baby poo just so that we can fuel (laughs) stuff and build stuff? Because who wants that job? <laughs> That's a shit job. It's a shit job. Oh, no Nobody thanks. wants to do Nobody that. Nobody does. Nope. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's talk about the zoo for a moment here. I want to say a uh, shout out to my daughter here. She flipped me this story initially because she's about to graduate in this very industry. Zoos, full of animals. We the people go and see them. Yeah. We learn a little bit. We have some fun. It's usually a good selfie opportunity. We go from there. 
scientists have decided to study whether or not the animals actually want us to come to the zoo. You know, when you're just trying to chill and then somebody says, hey, I'm coming over. And you think, oh, well, now my day's ruined. <laughs> animals at the zoo are very, very similar. So they've re researched this extensively. And they say most animals are fairly indifferent about us coming to visit. But certain animals actually get excited to see people. Yeah, I believe that. I feel like there are some that are just like seem happy and others that aren't. So this is going to be an interesting list. Elephants. They were more active and seemed less uh, bored with big groups of people around. Yeah. I like that. They're showy. Like elephants are showy. Showy. Yeah, like the last time I went to Lion Safari and, and I, we saw the elephants, the second that people approached, because I went like when it opened kind of thing. So like I was with that first group of people that came the first thing in the morning. All of a sudden they were tr trotting along and doing the flip thing with the water and their trunks and all that shit they do. They were like showing off. They liked it a lot. Hmm. Do you think they like the attention or they like yeah. just knowing Haha, I'm bigger than you? I think, no, I think they like the, they like the attention. Well, they were some of the most excited to see people. Other animals that liked people were the penguin. Oh, I love penguins too. Penguins are weird. I like, have you ever been to them. one of those experiences where you can like touch the penguins? I've never touched a penguin. Oh, you've touched a penguin? Yeah. Oh, I'm jealous. I love penguins. They're oh, so cute. They're slimy. I, I don't want to do that I believe again. it. Like seals too, but seals are... Are like adorable. They're all adorable. The the cutest ones are the slimiest. <laughs> all right. Cheetahs and jaguars, big cats, actually happy to see people. Really? But note, Bullshit. Not, not lions and tigers. Cheetahs okay. and jaguars. Cheetahs and jaguars. They liked us. Lions, no. I can tell lions, no. Lions don't give a fuck. No. Like, have you ever driven through the lion safari thing? Like, you've done that before. Sure. At one point or another in your life. I think most people have. And at the lion safari, you go through and you drive through. When you get to the lion's den area, like, I think they purposely go in spots where you can't see them. They're like, fuck you. <laughs> Thanks for paying money to be here. Like, peace out. Or they, and they sleep all day. The other thing about lions, too, is you could tell they don't give a shit because they don't even bother, like, turning their head to look at you. They actually sleep, like, 90% of the time. I made that number up, by the way. You could look it up. I don't know what it is. But they sleep a lot of the day away. They don't give a shit if you're there or not. They're not waking up. They're not putting on shows for you. They're like, fuck you. Well, let's keep in mind here. They're giant cats. If you think about the regular cats that you might have in your own home. True. Lions are very similar. Yeah. Cats sleep like 21 <laughs> hours a day. Cats also do all those things that I just mentioned. Yeah. I just realized that. Yeah. They also don't give they a fuck sleep about a lot. you. They don't give a shit if you're there or not. They want to be fed. Yes. They want attention when they want attention. And if you give them attention when they don't want it, they'll tell you exactly what they think that, of that, you. That, that, that all makes sense now. Prairie dogs are also very happy to see people, as are cockatoos, oh. grizzly bears, yeah. polar bears. Grizzly bears. Grizzly bears and polar bears are actually excited to see people. Now, okay. that could just be like a lunchtime opportunity. Oh, like, I oh shit. Here we go. Well, in some places, they let you feed, they let you feed the bears. They You feed them like, a, a, where was I? I think it was the Toronto Zoo. And you could buy ice cream cone cones. And the fucking polar bears and the grizzly, it was, was it just the grizzly bears? I don't know. What are the two bears? They sit there and they fucking eat the cones and they just like sitting there like people like it's it's adorable and they just eat cones. I think they're happy because we feed them that random stuff that they're allowed to eat. So what animals at the zoo don't like people? There's certain animals that when they see people, they practically roll their eyes and think, great, those things again. Here we go. 
And it all starts with the ostrich. Hate us. Oh. Yeah, they don't seem to like anything, though. What do ostriches even like? Why do we even have them? They're basically just dinosaurs at this <laughs> point, right? They're fast, right? Are ostriches the ones that are really fast? Super fast, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they don't want to be there. They don't want to be there. And I'm not sure how many people... Who? When was the last time you heard someone be like, I'm going to the zoo for the ostriches? Nobody goes for the Nobody ostriches. Nobody does. They're just kind of there, right? It's like the deer at the deer park. You're like, I could see those anytime when I'm driving my car in the summer. Ostriches at the zoo are like parsley on a plate. It's really just an add-on that you didn't ask for. It's there if you want it, but nobody's really going to care. I mean, yeah. it's just an, a useless add-on. So, fuck the ostriches. Because <laughs> they don't like us fuck either. Fuck the ostriches. Wow. Reptiles also do not like people. Oh, yeah. Understood. Oh, those reptile little areas too. Sometimes they stank. Like they put all the reptiles in one like spot, right? With these little glass boxes usually. And I wonder like, yeah, you, you they do seem like they hate their life. This is all making sense to me. Hedgehogs don't like us. Okay. And Aww. marsupials like kangaroos, they okay. do not like humans. Really? It's true. I mean, all you have to do is Google it. Google a kangaroo and in the first few searches... You will find a video of a kangaroo beating the hell out of a person. Yeah. They don't kick. like us. And if that glass wasn't there, they'd probably come and beat the crap out of you and probably steal your car. <laughs> steal your car. I love it. It's so funny. I have, I, I only know a couple of people in Australia or who at one point lived in Australia and they just find it fascinating that we give a shit about kangaroos just because they're literally everywhere. It's like, it's like if they locked up moose. Not even moose, like a freaking like squirrels. Squirrels are raccoons in their zoos, right? And then they go and see it. Like, you'd be like, why? What are you doing? It's similar. Although I did meet one kangaroo once, like in person. I got to pet it and everything. It was a really lovely experience. I, did, I don't think it hated me. It hated I you. I didn't do a survey afterwards, though. Hi. <laughs> do you like me? I'm just can wondering. I, can I take a picture with you? <laughs> Hold up your fists like you're going to punch me, but don't. <laughs> they are feisty. How many people decided over the long weekend that it was the perfect weekend to get a little gardening done? Oh, and yeah. To get the gardening done, you realize, oh, dandelions have completely taken over our neighborhoods. They are everywhere. We talked about this on our radio show this morning, and somebody actually, actually two different people texted in to say, you're mistaken. Dandelions are good because the bees like the dandelions. I mean, there's lots of things that bees like, lots of things that bees need, lots of things that need things from bees. You're still way better off planting flowers. Plant flowers mm -hmm. if you want bees. Don't let your lawn look like something out of a, an outtake in a horror movie because some of the lawns right now are out of control. It's dandelions everywhere. I did see a fair amount of flowers being planted because this was the weekend. You're absolutely right. We were out doing our garden. We actually... It's funny that you mentioned that because we actually hated the weed situation so much that we extended the garden. So we actually brought it out to be bigger. My cousin even came and helped out and everything it was great. And I noticed everybody else planting more flowers. And I was like, that's pretty nice. I don't know if they thought because they were destroying more dandelions that they would be planting flowers. But nonetheless, I mean, the garden centers are full of beautiful flowers. Did yeah. you see the garden, the, the pot garden that I planted this weekend? no. Oh, You'll have to show me some pictures. It's great. I have to show you my garden, too. I didn't show you that. Okay. Anyway. I'm whatever. excited to see it. We'll do a little show and share after the podcast. So what I did was I've got this garden area, which was really just wood chips. And the soil, not that great. 
There was some some of those like tall grasses growing out of it. I don't understand why we still have that shit. But anyway, uh, I decided. Sometimes oh, they look nice. Sometimes they, they look do. Okay, I like you, the ones with the different colors, right? It's like some have the burgundy and stuff. We have some of that. It's not bad. If you take care of it and you maintain it, mm-hmm. it can be beautiful. But not all of them are. So I thought for the year one here, I don't want to just drop my plants in that dirty soil. Not until I've had a chance to mix it up. So. I put everything in pots, and I placed the pots in the garden. Then I surrounded it by black mulch. Cat, it looks great. Hmm. Drop in a couple landscaping rocks and a few solar lights, and boom, you got yourself a garden. So do you pull those out when you're done? Like, what about the roots? Don't the roots need room to grow? They'll, everything, all the actual growing things are in pots. Yeah, but okay, but then they're like, aren't they like stuck in a pot? You know what I'm saying? Like, don't you have to like let them, the roots, I don't know. I don't have a green thumb, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, you can grow things in pots. I know you can grow things in pots, but doesn't it grow bigger and better when you take it out of the pot? Um, it, put it, it in the soil directly? If it's got enough room in the pot, it doesn't need to oh. be in a garden. Uh, okay. It'll just grow in the pot. So it's not large things you were planting. Well, I've got a theme. So I surrounded it. In the actual dirt, I replaced the the tall grasses and, and hostas and stuff like that with ferns, wild ferns. And then surrounded by that is all of this green vegetable matter that's going to grow. So in between the ferns, you're going to see some bok choy. You'll see some Swiss chard. You'll see some romaine. You'll see kale. It's all going to be growing out of this with a black background. Oh, cat, it looks great. Is it raised or do you have any like rabbit problems? We have so many rabbits. I want to do a garden, but we've got so many freaking rabbits. What it does have is a clean shot from my porch. Oh, no. Don't say that. No. You're not going to guilt me this time. I have... Not the bunnies. ...put too much effort into growing this freaking garden for the bunnies to just say, oh, shit, it's a buffet, and help themselves. It's not going to go down like that. Not on my watch. Bunny killer. I've even showed the dog pictures of bunnies that looked menacing and said, if you see one of these little bastards, you go and do your dog thing and get rid of them. So it is a 24-7 on-guard experiment to protect my garden. There's no way your girlfriend's going to let you kill bunnies on her property. No, I do it when she's at work. (laughs) (laughs) When you're in a committed relationship, it's okay to combine finances, right? Or do you have to wait till you get married to combine finances? No, you don't have to wait. No, not at all. You can combine before then. I mean, at least have one joint account, I think. Indiana University says one secret to a longer, happier relationship is consolidating your finances into one. They followed 230 engaged or newly married couples over two years. Some of the couples were asked to keep separate bank accounts. Others were told to open a joint bank account. The third, it was totally up to them. They could do either. In the end, couples who opened up a joint bank account reported significantly higher relationship quality than those who kept separate bank accounts. They believe this shows that merging finances leads to aligned financial goals, increased transparency, and a shared understanding of marital Mm. responsibilities. I don't think you needed to combine bank accounts to figure that out, but all of those things are still true. Increased transparency, though, that might be the big one. Yes. Increased transparency. 
If people have separate bank accounts, is it because they don't want the other person to know what they're spending money on? Or is it just that they think the other person isn't entitled to know about their money? I think it could be a mix of things. And, and you know what? There's if this top for me, this topic, I could talk about this topic all day. I really could. I find it fascinating how some people live in terms of what they share with their partner and what they don't or what they will and what they won't. I know people who are married and have been married for years and it works for them that they keep their accounts totally separate. It's pretty rare that it happens, but it does happen. There's a great Netflix series right now called How to Get Rich. And this is a financial advisor. He's got, you know, whatever. He's got a bunch of diplomas and and whatever, masters of things and whatnot. But he does try to teach people how to live their best rich lives. And what holds some couples back from living their best rich lives is just that. It's a matter of not seeing eye to eye on their finances. That's it. Like not having those same financial goals that you mentioned. And maybe that means by putting everything in one account. Maybe that means by just sharing a joint account. Uh, For some people, it works to have their own separate accounts and they do what they want with it. And that's their play money. If they got a shoe fetish thing, they they love shoes or purses or they go golfing or they do this or whatever. Um, And I I do find it fascinating. Like for me, it makes sense to put have a joint account if you're sharing anything. If you are sharing a place, a joint account makes sense. Again, it doesn't mean everything has to be piled into one account for sure. And perhaps one person worked up really hard to get the savings that they got. So why would they just plunk it in an account where this other person maybe has a bit of a a bit of trouble saving and wants to spend that money? That's going to cause problems. But for me, it makes total sense. Get a joint account. I got one right away. The second that I got a place with my husband way back in the day, we had an account that we share still to this day. And one account with all the where all the bills get paid and everything else. I have my own separate account. He has his own separate account too. So that works for us. So there's people out there where one person came into the relationship with a lot of money and have a joint account, and the other person wants to spend the money that the other person brought to the relationship. Sure. That I don't understand at all. Yeah, yeah. You got to have a conversation about money. You always have yeah. to begin the commitment part with a conversation about money. People are funny with money though, Scott. People are weird with money sometimes. It's crazy. Money has ruined more relationships than Facebook has. Money is essential. And if you aren't aligned in your financial goals, okay, then you need to come to a compromise that you can live with or you don't have a relationship. And the conversation has to be had. It has to be had. You can't just keep sweeping it under the rug or you're you're both going to be upset by what happens after that you know years years down the line you're going to have regrets you're going to be you're you're probably going to break up over it like like most people do hey it's finances right even if it wasn't money that ultimately broke up your relationship it was money that started the breakup it's always Mm. at the root of everything hey if you don't have that money conversation if you don't trust your partner enough to not spend your money that you brought into that relationship why are you getting married to this person? It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, and then some people would say that it's their money, though. It's their money, right? Everybody's no, no, no. See the, it's because, your money if you came into it. Right. And then this is where the argument starts, right? Because people see it different ways. And, and anytime we bring up this, and I'm sure we'll get some DMs on it, anytime we bring this up, I've heard it all and I've seen it all. Some people saying, you guys are completely wrong. You put everything in one account. You trust your partner. You want to see what they're doing at all times. That's fine. But you put it all in one. It's there. What's yours is theirs and vice versa. And then I've seen the opposite where it's like, we've never had a joint account. We've been married, you know, eight years, you know, with, with kids and we've never had one. It is totally to each their own. As long as you have the conversation, that's the important part. Communicate with your partner and make sure that that works for them. And as long as it works for both of you, 
Great. Then you should have nothing to fight about. Okay. If you have your own account separately in a marriage, should the other person have a, a, an extra debit card for it or something like that? If I have a credit card, I might get a companion card and just give it to my girlfriend in case she oh. ever needs it for emergencies. Should you do the same with the bank account? Yeah, you've got your account. I've got my account. But none of us will ever be without money because we've got a debit for the other one in case of emergencies. Yes. Could you even trust them with that? I mean, I don't like that anyway. Like, that's again, that's not how I operate. I've got a joint account. And like like I said, that's where the bills get paid. That's where all like that's the business. You know what I mean? That's the business. That's the musts. Uh, We contribute 50-50 into that. And then what I have over here is mine essentially, and he has over there is his. And then when it comes time to uh, repair something at the house, go on a vacation, we'll take a look at it. And I'll be like, oh, you know what? I can do that. I'll take care of that this time. And vice versa, right? Again, that's me and what works for me. One more thing. Let me tell you about what could be the best cheeseburger you've ever had in your life. Okay. It's called the Gold Standard Burger. Right now, it's only available at one restaurant. And before I tell you any other details, I just want to tell you what goes into this burger. Tell me if you would ever in your life order this. Japanese Wagyu beef. Oh. Italian black truffles. Caviar. Lobster Mm. meat. Aged Irish cheddar cheese. And the bun completely topped in edible gold leaf. Okay, the caviar, like, can I make a mod? No, no <laughs> modifications. Then the answer is no, I wouldn't order that. You would never order that burger because it no. sounds like trash. No, burgers no. are great. And, and maybe even using the Wagyu beef makes a difference. I feel like it wouldn't. I'd use just regular lean ground beef I if know, I the, wanted to make a burger. The, the keg has good burgers. <laughs> yeah, the keg has great <laughs> so burgers. I'll just stick with those. Burger King has great burgers. McDonald's has <laughs> fine burgers. The, this restaurant called the Drury Beer Garden in Philadelphia created this burger and they're selling it for $700. Oh, that's stupid. The goal here is to try to track people who are in town on business. Hey, they've got expense accounts. They don't give a shit. Work's paying for it. Right. Order the $700 right. cheeseburger. Right. Those are the kind of people that they hope to tap into. The problem is nobody would eat that. If that was a $10 burger, you would never in a million years order that because it sounds terrible. No, if you sat into any restaurant, open the menu, doesn't matter the price. Let's say it is like a $15 burger and you saw those things, you'd be like, no. Like I said, I'd make a million modifications. I'd be like, maybe the Wagyu beef sounds okay. And maybe the aged cheddar sounds all right. What caviar and lobster meat? Is this mixed into the burger or is this like placed on top? On top. I don't like that at all. That sounds not good. It comes with fries that are apparently nothing special, (laughs) just regular fries. (laughs) The fries, however, though, are drizzled in a fancy honey that apparently costs $200 an ounce, and it does come with a complimentary high-end glass of cognac to sip. Again, I don't want cognac with a burger either. That's a weird combination. Give me a Diet Pepsi fountain (laughs) pop, not cognac. I've never heard of anyone having anything with cognac, really. I think it's just best to leave that out. What the heck? They also have a no-frills cheeseburger. This is the same restaurant that sells a $700 cheeseburger. They have another one called the no-frills that's $2.95. Give me 10 of the 295 burgers and I'll be much happier than one $700 burger. No, it's it's dumb. It's so in this restaurant, do they just have all of these things ready to go in case someone actually orders it? Apparently. Like that'd be a big day. Yeah.
Oh, oh shit, look alive. Somebody's caviar. actually ordering that. Lobster meat. <laughs> the Wagyu beef. Get everything ready. The gold flakes. Just sitting around waiting for you. All right. We got to go, everybody, but it's uh, the day back after a long weekend, so we moved our Monday Missed Connections to Tuesday. And you're listening at the perfect time in After 9. Here's the replay of today's Missed Connections. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Missed Connections. Missed Connections. On the Scott and Cat Show. All right, it is time. Hang on, where's the piano? Over there. They moved it a little bit. I got it. I got it. I got it. Here we go. Oh, good. Sounds great. Okay. So this is where we're going to tell you about two people who have had an encounter in the past. And then that was it. One person's decided they would like to contact the other person. So they posted an ad online. This first one is called, I picked up your tooth. Woman for man. You were walking in front of me at the grocery store on the way in. I noticed you right away. Tall, handsome, in a red button up shirt. Nobody likes to dress up at the grocery store anymore. Did they After, ever? I don't know what grocery Was there ever a time what? when we got dressed up to go there? What grocery stores are those? I don't know of those. I'm pretty sure I wear all the worst clothes at the grocery store, and I just hope I don't run into anybody I know. There's sometimes when I feel overdressed at the grocery <laughs> store, but it's not because I'm dressed nice. It's like I, I, I had jeans on when I probably could have worn sweats. Honestly, nine times out of ten, I look like I came from the dumpster to the grocery store. <laughs> After I picked out my produce, I ended up finding you in the chip aisle. And that's when you dropped it. It was a Ziploc baggie, and I picked it up. There was a tooth inside the bag. A central incisor, from what I can tell, with a wee bit of dried blood. I'm not in the tooth business, but I dabble. (laughs) I do too. What does that mean? I I dabble dabble in the tooth business. What? You sound like a murderer. (laughs) You were at the checkout by the time I found you again. I wanted to call you and call out to you and let you know you dropped something. But the other part of me was selfish and wants to keep this. A memento from a wonderful time in, in my life. You shouldn't keep his tooth. He might need that. What I'm wondering is why was he walking around with his tooth in a Ziploc bag? And why was this one of the best moments of her life? What happened to you? (laughs) What do you mean it's a great moment? (laughs) Met a dude and he's only missing one tooth and I have it. (laughs) He was dressed to the nines. (laughs) Seriously, that well-dressed, he wasn't just coming from the dentist. Did it fall out somewhere and he thought, oh, I better hang on to this and put it under my pillow tonight. Is that what happened here? She goes on to say, I like to make up stories in my mind. Maybe you were defending an old lady from being mugged and you got punched. (laughs) Maybe you believe in the tooth fairy and plan to put it under your pillow. I may never know, but I will keep it for all of time. My no frills angel. Hmm. That was at the no frills, huh? How do you tell people that when they come over and say, oh, what's this? Ah. Met a really well-dressed guy at No Frills, and he was missing a tooth. This is his tooth. I'm just hanging on to it in case he comes looking for it. Tooth looks rich. (laughs) He's wearing a nice shirt. It's a nice tooth. (laughs) What is wrong with you? Uh, Okay, from that creeper uh, onto this. uh, Oh, no. I don't even know how to handle this. I wish I could have seen this happen from across the street. 
This is called uh, Saw You at the Gas Station. From what I can tell, it's a man for a young lady. I helped you fill the gas tank after you spilled gas all over the pavement and the car. You told me it was your boss's car and you were nervous. You seemed to be lying about how good of a driver you were to get the job. <laughs> we did laugh about it a little. I showed you how to find the gas cap after you had to turn the car around because you were on the wrong side. Then I showed you how to prepay, how to insert the nozzle, and how to hang it up and place the gas cap back on when you're finished. In other words, she had no, no clue idea. what to do. You like, not even step one. You know, not even people who first go to the gas station get this tutorial. Was this her first? This must have been her first time. I'm guessing. And she has a job that requires driving to the point where the boss gave her his car? Wow. You were sweet, a little shy and nervous. You got regular all over his side mirror and trunk. How? How I, did you do that? What do you do? <laughs> I recommended you take it through the car wash and you agreed. I showed you where the car wash was. But when you left, you went the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everything went okay back at work. Good luck. This is someone who's basically a menace to the roads. They should not be out there driving a vehicle. They went the wrong way in a car wash. Did what? she think that you just sprinkle the car with gas and then it runs? I think so, like watering the flowers. <laughs> just feed the windshield, right? Is that where you eat? Nom, nom, nom. Oh, the side mirror is really growing fast. I better give it more gas. If the car had a mouth, it would be, it would be under the hood. So I'll just put the gas there. Guzzle, guzzle. All right, well. In her head, this probably made a lot of sense, yeah. though. All over the side mirror. What are you doing? How did that it's happen? Not what did you do? <laughs> like, did you just pull the handle out? <laughs> Whee! Just go crazy? Like some sort of an old school standoff, just like firing it in the air. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> you know, it'll pump twice as fast if you use two pumps at once. Did you know that? I hope she's mm. not a smoker or else this story ended really badly. <laughs> Uh, do you feel bad for somebody that's that confused and messed up? No, no. <sighs> no, no. And this guy wants to date her. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> She's a know. dummy. She doesn't know how the car works. <laughs> you might need to adopt her, actually. <laughs>